0: Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio
1: with your host, Clarice Connolly. All right, and welcome to Heart Empowered Women podcast. I am your hostess, Clarice Connolly, and I'm so excited for today's guest. But a little bit about me before we jump in. I am a women's empowerment and accountability coach, and I support individuals and really getting clear on where they want to go and where they're at and essentially how to get there. And we really create support and structures and implement actions to really move people from where they are and get them really living this empowered and excited life. And really it takes someone to kind of stand and be this reflection and this reminder, just how great and amazing and how perfect we already are just as we are. And I love my podcast because I meet these amazing individuals out in the world, or whether I'm connected with them over social media, and they're living this empowered life. They're taking their story, their triumphs, their situations, the things that they've been faced with, and turning it all around. And what is so amazing to me is just how creative we can get as individuals when we're faced with situations, what we turn around and do with that, how it really becomes either our passion or our profession or something that we do on the side as a hobby or for fun. And what the intention of this podcast is for you to hear the individual's stories and to kind of identify in your life, how do you have similarities how are you stuck in the same circumstance or same obstacle and are looking for the awareness or the opportunity to create a little bit of movement to create a shift so that you can find a little more breathing room and really it's having a conversation that's not just surface level but deep and intimate and really creating this space where you're kind of like oh man I hadn't Thought of that, or thanks for the reminder. And it really started as a boundary conversation and healthy confrontation. And now it's just so much more. And this series in the last couple of episodes, I've I've brought the question, like, can you live a passion filled or be passionate about the work that you do and also feel and identify as successful? So today. As a guest of mine, I'm most excited to introduce you Tracy Jenkins. She is a self-love and relationship coach and the creator of Rising Warrior Collective, a community for unique, powerful, and unconventional women who struggle with feeling inadequate and unworthy in their relationships and other areas of their lives. She uses the foundations of radical self-love self-empowerment, and forgiveness to help women and strengthen the most important relationships they have, the ones with themselves. Welcome, Tracy Jenkins. Hi, Clarice. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And I, gosh, with a bio like that, it's really no wonder why we have you on today. Thanks for doing the work (laughs) out in the world.
2: Yes, absolutely. I think it's um, insanely important, and I can't imagine doing really anything else with my
1: life. I love it. And what brought you to here? Like, what was the thing that happened or what was the progress of your life that got you to be like, you know what? Self-love and relationship coach is my purpose.
0: (laughs) Um,
2: how deep do you want me to go on that answer? (laughs) Um, so it's been a really, honestly, very long and, um, Uh, it's been a really long journey with a lot of inner work and a lot of, um, sort of learning and growing and stumbling, um, myself as I learn these things I've never really had anybody guiding me or teaching me that life could be any different. Um, but I came from a pretty, uh, trauma filled childhood. I had an alcoholic and drug addicted mother. Um, my dad was just, sort of doing his own thing and um neither of them really created that foundation for a strong healthy childhood so i really started caring for myself at a pretty young age um and i carried that with me into uh, a young woman and really have been very independent and strong-willed most of my life because i had to be and as i started stepping into the world and um figuring out what my careers my career looked like what my life would look like. I struggled in a lot of different areas I spent most of my 20s um, like a lot of us partying and drinking and um, sort of just flying by the seat of my pants and not quite sure what I wanted to do with myself and as I started to come into my 30s I realized that I was just really bored with, how my life was rolling out. It wasn't going in the direction that I wanted. I didn't feel like I was where I really should have been or at least been on that path by that point. And it started to really cause me to look inward at what was happening. And um, I moved to Portland, Oregon, which was a huge dream of mine about five years ago and have had some massive shifts. Um, The space has just given me the opportunity to connect with a different type of lifestyle, different people, And, um, about three years ago, I was working in a corporate job Mm -hmm. and I was miserable. I was going into work and driving home, crying almost every day. It just was sort of this soul sucking, um, path that I was on. And it, it didn't feel in aligned with what I wanted to be doing with my life. So I stepped away from that pretty unconventionally. Um, I didn't have a huge plan. I just knew that I, I needed to find something that had more of a purpose for my life. And I stumbled upon this, uh, realm of coaching and it overnight awakened me. And I realized that this was my opportunity. This was my sort of platform and stage where I could start to not only help other women, um, along their path, but also Uh, really dive into my own inner healing and do it in a way where it was part of my life every
1: day. I love that. Thank you so much. And, um, thanks for sharing the intimate pieces. And I have it that that's like, sometimes it's almost like it has to be so excruciating that we like finally like wake up and listen one day, like, okay, all right, I'll do something else, you know? um yeah. and again you know i love the like triumph of having this unhealthy childhood and like choosing to have it go differently and i think that that's the most empowering thing that we can do and i love just being real about it like i love that it's like oh it wasn't until my 30s that i woke up and was like hey this job's sucking my soul And it's almost like answering that call that purpose is awaiting you. Um, So I really like to just emphasize that, like, you know, for those who are listening, yes, like we've all had a variation of maybe unhealthy childhood upbringing. And yes, like life can be a total roller coaster and, the like option to listen to that inner calling and get off the roller coaster, no matter how late in the game. Um, so thank you so much for modeling that and listen, listening in for that.
2: Yes, absolutely. It's been, um, it's been an interesting journey because it did happen I really decided to take control so much later than I could have. But everything that led me up to this point was really part of that journey. And um, starting to listen and follow through with what my soul was really saying, you're not on the right path, like there's something more for you out there, Mm -hmm. has been the thing that led me to all the answers from the childhood stuff. Like It wasn't until... I quit this corporate job and um, started to see this platform of coaching as a possibility for my life that I then met the people who helped me identify with this idea of inner child healing and forgiveness, and that I had a choice to either stay in this role of, of a victim and decide that this was sort of the life that was handed to me, so this is what I get. And that was entirely not true. And it wasn't until Mm. I really listened to my heart that I wasn't following the right path that those those tools came to me. And I don't know if I ever would have found them had I not
1: listened. Mm, I love that, too. And I want to, you know. If there's someone out there listening, rolling their eyes, uh, you know, it's like, this isn't like a push to go find coaching, but like, what's that one thing, you know, what's that thing that, you know, that you're kind of skeptical about or unsure, or that keeps popping up and maybe it is coaching or maybe it is meditation or, you know, acupuncture or some sort of, um, thing that maybe your logical mind Has opinions about, but maybe your heart strings are like pulling you in that way. And I love that piece because it's kind of this like, we'll never trust ourselves until we just like choose to follow something. Absolutely. Is it your gut? do you follow your gut? Like, is it the anxiety on your chest? Do you follow that? You know, um, what, how would you say that that manifested? Like, I keep hearing the, like, oh, you had the pull and purpose called and like, where does that live for you that you follow that? Right? Like, you know, that to trust whatever it is.
2: Um, interesting question. So Mm
0: -hmm.
2: a lot for me, I feel like I have a huge (laughs) rebel piece of me that Mm -hmm. I have, since I was a child, um, seen the bigger picture of society as a whole and have felt really, um, turned off by it. Mm -hmm. So I remember being young and feeling like I want to be living in the world by my own rules. Like I don't want to have people telling me what to do and how to do it. Um, I felt this deep need to like, be free. And I think that comes from deep in my heart. Um, I traveled a lot with my dad when I was young, we did a lot of camping and um, Mm. sort of what you would consider to be van life today. Um, We were doing a lot of that when I was young. And I think that is deep rooted in me. And I saw that as a way I saw that equaling this idea of freedom because when we were out there there were no rules there was nobody telling us what to do he didn't have to be back to work at a certain time like we just got to live which Mm -hmm. at the end of the day isn't that what this is supposed to be about is enjoying this amazing beautiful life that we have Mm -hmm. and not necessarily needing to work ourselves to death and have things and a house full of stuff like none of that was ever attractive to me. I wanted so much more um, fulfillment. I wanted more connection with nature. So I don't know if that comes from, I I don't feel like I'm driven by anxiety. Mm -hmm. I think I'm driven by um, a little bit of fear of Mm -hmm. failure. Um, A Mm -hmm. fear, not fear of failure, but a fear of never getting to a point where I can achieve that feeling of I'm in control of this life.
1: Mm. Mm. I love that too. And what do you, how do you support yourself with that? Right. Cause I feel like when we step out of that comfort zone, it's almost like the screaming between our ears gets so much louder. <laughs> yeah. And you're living such an unconventional life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you support yourself when you have those people that are like, but don't you think you should get a nine to five? Or mm-hmm. like, "Well, how long until you're done with this fan life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's really
2: funny because this process has been the most interesting is learning how to deal with new anxiety that I've never had mm. before. Um, and yeah, just learning how to get comfortable in the uncomfortable is probably one of my like superpowers. I've been doing it since I was a child. So it's almost like all the tools that I picked up in my trauma filled childhood come into this very specific stage of my life. Um, I tell a lot of my like nine to five friends when I first left um, my corporate job for at least a year and a half of this process, it felt like I was walking a tight rope and I was in the exact middle of two buildings, like way up above the skyline with nothing underneath to catch me. And I had a choice. It was either get really comfortable out there and get confident and trust or mm-hmm. stand there and just continue to like wave back and forth in this constant state of fear that I was going to fall. And I, you know, we can compare that to the feeling of anxiety. And I just didn't want to live in that bubble. Like, that's Mm -hmm. not why I did this. So um, I luckily have had, for the most part, a ton of amazing support in my life. My friends, if anything, all look at me and wish that they could take this step. Like the scary stuff is scary and the not always knowing what the next day is going to look like is hard, but they see what I'm doing and they understand the bigger picture. And they're really here with me on this journey and supporting me. So I feel really lucky about that. Um, I don't have a ton of family, but the family that I have is trying to be understanding of what I'm doing and they're, Mm. they're learning with me and that's what's so much fun about this is The more I stick to my my path and I don't allow them to influence me, they have to change their perspective because they're seeing me do it and not give up. And it might be taking some time, but I'm getting there and I'm making moves and this is becoming what my life is now. Um, So I think the biggest word for me, the biggest stuff has been getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. And, um, making that choice and agreement with myself that I'm not going to give up and, um, that
1: this is a choice every day. That's amazing. I love that. Like, I really love that, like grounding in and checking in every day and reminding yourself like, this is the choice and you're making progress and acknowledging that. And I, it's beautiful. So what is the, like, So you're living the van life. I think, I don't know if I like highlighted this enough. Can you share a little bit about like what that experience is like? What is your day to day? Like, what is that? How do you define that van life?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's so much fun because I, it's fun, funny because I find myself in a rebel in all these different areas. Um, Van life the van life community has many, many different personalities and many people doing this for different reasons. And as I've dove deeper into it, I've realized that like, there's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of people within the community that have a lot of judgment based on how you're doing this and why you're doing this. And I have found it empowering for myself to allow all of those people to have their opinions and their thoughts and their reasons for what they're doing. And remember that I am my own individual person, and I'm Tracy living a version of van life, um, and I'm trying not to let that be my identity, mm. but I decided to do this because I don't necessarily have a craving to have a house right now and have Mm -hmm. property and have things to take care of and fill it with stuff. I was really craving a life where I had complete freedom to do whatever I wanted to, whenever I wanted to. And van life was the answer that and creating a business that I can take with me anywhere I want to so that I can be completely mobile. So next month, if I want to go to Bali, I can park the van somewhere and I can pack up and I couldn't go to Bali but day to day um it's been a journey in itself and it's um it's it's an interesting and long one at times um it took me six months months of couch surfing to save up the money and find the right bus and to figure out how I was even going to convert this because I had never done this before so it was like all these little tiny baby steps to get to that piece of it um and I'm I'm in it full time now. And I'm really, I guess, a a a part-time van lifer because I'm here in Portland, Oregon a lot of time right now putting focus into building the business. So the mm-hmm. van is essentially in my home, my office, my yoga studio. It's my space where I get to just like go and be submerged and like hugged by this business because everything I'm doing is because of this van. It's allowing me to have no overhead. It's allowing me to have Mm -hmm. nothing to stress about. It's just me in this space, 100% focusing on my future and what I want with my life. And that has been a dream of my life for as long as I can remember to like, turn off the outside world, not be so stressed about all the things that I have to do and just like do the inner work. Um, so, the van gives me that opportunity to do that. Um, but I travel in it a lot. I essentially will work a few weeks on and I'll take a week off and I'll go on a road trip. Um, I go to Burning Man every year in it. I um, go to festivals. My hope is to travel in the bus and do some festival work where I can go and do workshops and um, mm-hmm. spend time in that community because it's really important and special to me. Um, So yeah, and then day to day, van life comes with its own um, list of challenges. If you're van lifing in the city, you're always up against um, somebody looking at you like you shouldn't be there and you're getting away with not being a part of the system. There's just all of these different perspectives that are out there that is a whole other level of dealing with your own inner demons. Like Mm. what are people going to think of me Um, when I go to networking groups and I say, I live in a van, like, are they going to look at me like I'm crazy? So it's just (laughs) another level of getting comfortable in the uncomfortable and getting really comfortable with who I am and confident enough to go out there and say, this is what I do. And that hasn't always been easy for me.
1: I love that. Like, that's so beautiful, because it's really being empowered with all of you and all that you are and, you know, all that you are not and really being able to, like, I don't know, it feels like this, like, stand tall in the face of other people's uneducated opinions or the stigma that they're, you know, that they know more than the actual reality. And that it's kind of like you could absolutely avoid doing any of this by even talking about it, but you're choosing to talk and share and redefine people's opinions about what it is to live in a van. And that is kind of like forcing you to face the ultimate fear of like people judging you for who you are. I love that.
2: Absolutely. And my what I hope to represent is what I, what I love about, about my van life is that I'm really trying to represent a different side of it. There are a lot of people, um, just here in our city in Portland that are living van life out of necessity. They had no other choices in their mind. And that was a step that they took. And there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and a lot of people hiding there Mm -hmm. and not, um, feeling, Protected and not feeling safe and not feeling um, connected to our community And I want to be able to step out there and say, you know I did this because I wanted to I'm here and I should be supported by the community in the same way Like I've chosen this, but I also want you to know that if you did not choose this We can change that like you don't have to hide in there You don't have to give up on your life. Like we can take steps and make choices to do something different if that's not the life that we want. So it's like trying to bridge these gaps between what people think of you and themselves and the places that they feel like they're stuck and everything is a choice, everything that we do. And trying to help other people realize that it's not the end of the road. Like There are things that you can do to step yourself out of where you are if that's not where you want to be.
1: Mm, I really... I really, really love that. Thank you so much for sharing this and, and like being the demand that we reframe this because I think it's so, um, it's so important. We have an opportunity that's so accessible for people to live a liberated or free life or non conventional and color outside of the lines and be, um, in this mobile experience and with the 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 demand and the price of you know living in certain cities it's like a smart idea and yet there's the stigma that stops people right in their tracks from ever giving it a shot and limiting their own possibilities
2: Absolutely. Um, I think that there are a lot of yeah. There's a lot of stigma behind it, and um, I think it's. I feel lucky living here in the Pacific Northwest because it's definitely more accessible. It's more accepted. Um, there's still a lot of work to do around it, but um, mm-hmm. I I can't I can't imagine um, doing what I've done so far and making these changes in my life and having the burden of a mortgage or rent and all of those bills that come with it. And I think that's the key to like, if you're going to make a change in your life, a big shift like this, you mm-hmm. kind of have to change everything and get comfortable mm-hmm. with that. Um, mm-hmm. So making these big shifts has been it, the foundation of being able to do what I'm working on doing.
1: Yeah. And it's not even just like, I I hear that in twofold. There's like the physical shift and then there's also the like mental emotional shift.
2: Yeah. And the mental and emotional has been is the hardest. It's that inner work. It's that um, self-confidence to do it. It's it's the hardest and what I think you have to work on every single day when you're doing this.
1: Amazing! Thank you so much. I'm so excited. We're gonna take a little bit of break, um, get people to regroup, get excited, and talk more about, you know, what it is the van life rebel is up to. What the coach inside of you is supporting others with. What is the impact of not following your dreams, not following your heart? And, you know, really, what can we start doing to live an empowered life? To live and empower that side of ourselves. You know? I can't
0: wait to jump in. So tune in and we'll right If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dane, had to say Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance. With the features they need, without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions, value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones on which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine & Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women
1: Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to the second part of Heart Empowered women Radio with our guest, Tracy Jenkins. Tracy Jenkins is a self-love and relationship coach and the creator of Rising Warrior Collective, a community for unique, powerful, and unconventional women who struggle with feeling inadequate, and unworthy in their relationships and other areas of their lives. She uses the foundations of radical self-love, self-empowerment, and forgiveness to help women heal and strengthen the most important relationships they have, the one with themselves. Thank you and welcome back, Tracy.
2: Hi. Excited to be back.
1: Yeah, yeah. So just a little recap um, over the three-minute break you may have had. We have just been talking about how, you know, Tracy's, unhealthy childhood and upbringing has really created this strong will for herself. And while she lived like the most of us, you know, enjoying her twenties, um, partly through her mid thirties, she realized she no longer wanted to be inside of this soul sucking job and that it was time to follow her purpose and awaken her part of herself and live this free, um, free-spirited life and just practice enjoying and living that. And what we've been touching upon is what that looks like inside of living the van life and how there is a stigma with that and how to get comfortable in the uncomfortable of not only living the van life, but life in general. So while maybe you are listening and you're not interested in becoming, um, or living the van life, but how is there a dream inside of you that you aren't looking at or haven't taken a step toward or really find that you're stopped in the face of judgment or you're frozen in the uncomfortable um, situation? And how can you hear for yourself a little bit of an opportunity or a possibility? So my question to start back with our conversation is kind of like, how did you take those first couple steps? Like, what were the things, you know, I heard couch surfing for six months to save up for the right bus, and then what, right? Like, how do you, what was the process of follow-through? Um, You know, what was really that kind of, like, impact of not following through?
2: Sure, Um. so Clarice, first of all, I just wanna point out that you hit the nail, like, on the head with van life is not for everybody and i don't want to be out in the world um pushing this one specific thing to make everybody's life better but the point is i want to represent that i followed that dream i followed what my heart was seeking and asking for and that's my hope for everybody is that mm-hmm. to just if you are connecting with something follow mm-hmm. that listen to it don't shove it down and pretend like it's not a big deal so i think you like beautifully, um, highlighted that. Um, so for me, it was, I had this insane aha uh-huh moment after probably, I have probably been talking about living the van life for 10 years, maybe longer. Um, it's been a huge dream of mine. And for a very long time, I have put it off primarily Because I thought that in order to be successful in van life, I needed to do it with a partner. And Mm. for many years, the partners that I was with, it just didn't align with our lives, what we were doing. I wasn't there yet. So I just kept sort of keeping it down below. And it was just a dream Mm -hmm. and something I thought about. Um, And when I finally got out to Portland, I had spent a couple years um, on my own, single, dating, dating challenging dating environment um, here in Portland for me anyway, and I remember laying in bed late one night. It was probably like one o'clock in the morning, and I was doing my monthly routine of diving into van life videos, Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: I had stumbled across a video of a woman who was in her 30s and talked about how she kept watching her friends get married and she kept getting wedding um, invitations and they were having kids and they were buying the houses with the white picket fences. And she was like, you know, it's not that I want that, but I want to follow my, like, I don't want to continue sitting here waiting for a partner to come along Mm -hmm. in order to do this. Like, what am I waiting for? And she made the decision, um, practically overnight to go find a van and start her journey. And it was, so inspiring and beautiful. And that's why I think this, having an opportunity to bring inspiration from others into our lives is so important. It has been a huge moving factor Mm -hmm. for me. Um, and I, I ran with it that night and I, I can honest to God say that I laid in bed that night and made my decision. I said, I'm going to stop waiting for somebody to come and do this with me. I There's no nothing about this that I cannot do for mm. myself. It may be challenging. I don't know where I'm going to start, but I'm going to start somewhere. And that was my, my first step into it was making that decision. And I think that is one of the most important pieces, like anything in our life. You have to decide why it's important for you, what your why is for doing this, and how strong mm-hmm. is that for you. Um, so... I, I mean, I'm a pretty quick, once I make a decision and I'm excited about something, it's hard for me not to just jump all in. Um, mm-hmm. So it was around the same time that I had come across coaching and I found a coaching program that I was getting into and I kind of did everything at the same time. I did a coaching program. I put my, um, I gave, I, I ended my last six months at my job and I started to slowly, Um, figure out what it meant to leave my house. And um, I've always been a bit of a nomad. I've moved around a ton. So I didn't necessarily have a lot of stuff that I was attached to. So it's always been pretty easy for me to drift into the next step of my life. So I just started putting things on Craigslist and I I mean it really is just a baby step process like anything Mm. in life like you make your to-do lists of what am I getting rid of and what's going to stay and Mm. and then starting to figure out like what friends love me enough to support me in this process and And I started having those conversations like letting everyone know what I was doing so so that they didn't think I was crazy and that I did have a little bit of a plan and most of them were fine with it because they know me pretty well and this isn't that, that crazy <laughs> like um, age. so just in, starting to make those wine, steps wine, beer, um land some places dinner, that i could stay over Trish the following what i thought would be three months but turned soon. into about six for um, for and, details, about six. For um, for and then details, um figuring out what my budget would be what kind of a van do i want that was the hardest part is figuring out how big of a vehicle you're willing to drive how small of a space you're willing to live in um and then putting those pieces together i marketed myself on craigslist to find somebody who would help me do the build and that all worked out really great for me um everybody has their ways of doing it some people have uncles that want to help and um i found this really beautiful man on Craigslist with this wonderful wife, and they became the friends out. of mine after the whole process. So and um, it was really beautiful. And we built it out, and, CIA and CIA I moved CIA in and started. This past month, um, schedule of cooking yeah, it, I mean, it really is theater. just. It's like decor, envisioning what store, you want at the end the and working backwards and, and breaking it down into the these little bite-sized the pieces so that you don't reach more. the realm of like, it's I am so insanely overwhelmed with everything. I'm just going to do nothing um, and having and a plan of action.
0: Yeah.
1: Thanks so much for that. I think that that's so important and to, I mean, I guess three really, really big things I want to highlight is, you know, I always stand by this and it's always something I've repeated probably in every episode, you know, if you are living in the middle of Kansas and no one lives the van life and this is your dream, like hop on the internet, find your resource of choice, whether it be Skype, YouTube, you know, whatever, right? And the same thing. And, you know, maybe we're not talking Talking about uh, yeah. band life maybe yeah, it's talking about up, wanting to be a circus, circus performer a right and you don't know anybody. Yeah. you know, opening, you you opening, you know opening, you how can you find others and, uh, that do so we and are and find and, others and at, you know to the, be and, BCM, schools and and schools, inspire so you head to head head exactly it, what you said to find that why like how come you want to do this how strong is that why how much does this mean for you and when you really anchor into and connect to that why and connect to what that really big push is. It's the thing that will uh, always carry you through the really, really um, rough times. And if there are any, right, I'm not (laughs) saying that it needs to be. And I really love this, like being so inspired Uh, that you turn and tell your friends like, Hey, this is what I shall do. And this is what will happen. And making this like beautiful, enormous dream, like, into chunk size swallowable you know actionable yeah. steps um, running, um, yeah. so to support you and not feeling am, the overwhelm as much as it can paralyze us and
2: absolutely and um i think that out. one of my biggest lessons um, through my whole California. progress time, into this world in that Atlanta, i'm stepping Atlanta, into has been the um the piece the around community i i for so many years thought that I just was, um, was on whatever came into my life that's who and, and I had and in your 20s female, when you're partying and you're or hanging or out or and you're not really or invested or in the same in way you meet so people so and you just assume those people, people are supposed yeah, to be a part of my life because that's who has come in and realizing in this realm of life that I actually get to choose my community that I get to go out there and I am what's attracting certain people into my life so when i first started this i didn't know anybody doing van life um so i had the opportunity and i'm so thankful for social media and the world wide web and all the things that we have at our fingertips today allows us to really do anything we want to and connect with those resources and those people so Um, In a lot of the van life groups that I follow on Facebook, there are so many people in there that just join the community so that they can start feeling a part of it before they are even taking steps towards doing that. So that is another great way of doing it. Same thing with what we're doing in coaching. And I mean, any platform that you are really intrigued by and interested in, my biggest piece of advice is just get out there and be a part of it in any way. Like, Stop feeling like you don't belong there or don't deserve that to be there it's you making a choice that I want to I want to experience this and I want to know people doing this and you kind of have to take life by the balls and say okay if I want this I'm gonna to have to make the steps to do it because it's not gonna just fall into my lap
1: mm-hmm. I love that and I it makes no wonder like why you would now be coaching the unconventional woman because that's exactly who you are as a model you are taking this like radical self-love for yourself and your dreams and your your beliefs and the 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 missions and and visions that you have for yourself and living this beautiful and empowered you know unconventional life so
0: can, what can what can others expect
1: to receive from you or what does coaching with you look like and how are you out there um building these things for others and supporting them in it so
2: my coaching is so ex- <sighs> right it comes entirely from my experiences in this business life business and in this world and, and they are so vast um my My biggest learning piece has been around forgiveness and and my inner child healing. I came out of my 20s and 30s with this attitude of, I am so proud of myself. I've never been to a day of therapy in my life and I'm doing okay, like I'm fine. I came out unscathed and man, was that wrong. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on when I think about my my conversation and my relationship with money, my relationship with other people. Um, codependency is a huge outcome of having alcoholic parents and going through trauma as a child. And, um... I didn't see any it's of these true. things. I didn't realize I mean, that these really were the things that were so really blocking me from living my best life. And friends.
0: while
1: so,
2: on the surface, it, it looked like I was doing okay, I held down great jobs, I went to, to college, I have my I'm master's degree, I, license degree. License I did all the interest interest. things help to almost pain. prove to myself my webpage, that I was able to come out of this process. But at the end of the day, I was still struggling financially. I was still struggling massively in my relationships my expectations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of other people. Um, And it was about three years ago that I connected with a very, who's a very dear friend of mine now, who has been the first woman influence in my life, who has walked me through what it is like to heal with an alcoholic mother. She was a mom and an alcoholic and she took a very different path than my mom did. She came out of it. She healed. And this woman has been my guide in my own forgiveness, not just for my mom, but for myself. And realizing now being in the thick of this forgiveness path, that it's everything without when you go through some sort of trauma like this as a child or throughout your life, you kind of get stuck there. And Mm. you stay that age or that mentality or those things that you learned from it, you sort of stay there until you've decided i don't want to be in this anymore and that is mm-hmm. what i help other women do is realize that you might be doing okay and from the outside world you're you're getting by but inside you are you are just unfulfilled you're losing your creativity your passion is drifting away i got to a point at one point in my life where i i almost waved the white flag and said okay I get it. This is the life that I was given this time around. And I'm not meant to experience um, love and success and power or freedom. I'm just not meant for that in this lifetime. And if I, I go back to that version of me almost every day, and I talk to Mm -hmm. her and I work with her and I let her know that she's safe to move past that. And I think there's a lot of women out there that are stuck and don't realize why they're there. And it could be something as, and I'm going to say easy, because it can be easy if we allow it to, even though it is a really hard process, but it can be as easy as grabbing on to those things that have happened to you in your life, giving a little bit of time and effort to them. And I'm not saying years and years of therapy, because that's not the way that I support doing that work. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I know that does work for some people, I mm-hmm. don't think we have to spend years and years like backlashing through everything. I think that we can work from where we are right now and, um, forgive those people that have hurt us, forgive those people that didn't take care of us in the way that they were supposed to. And more importantly, forgive ourselves. And it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to sort of step out of the shitstorm. And Mm -hmm. decide, okay, that was a part of my life and I get to create the rest of it. And for me, that has been life-changing empowerment that I didn't even know existed. And without that piece, I could not be where I am right now and I could not go any further. So that's what I really um, feel insanely passionate about helping other women with.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. And I can just hear it in the way that you speak about it. Um, And that's huge. Right. And again, I always love to like come back to this, like maybe this doesn't speak to you. Maybe it doesn't resonate. Maybe, you know, instead of coaching, the thing that's pulling you is therapy and that's okay. And I love that you mentioned that as well. And, you know, I'm someone who's done two years of therapy, three years of therapy. And, you know, I chose talk therapy and then I tried hypnotherapy and I liked hypnotherapy a little bit more. And on ultimately, like I, I chose coaching because I do feel it's a little more forward facing and it is a little more touch in the past and dabble in it a little bit, but also let's move on. Um, and you know I think what I want to stand by is try what works for you you know if you live down the street from a therapist give it a whirl if you try after a year that it isn't the thing and you meet another coach try a coach um and trust yourself like whatever lands and will resonate will you can tell the shift and the difference um but the thing that I I wholeheartedly believe in that you touched on that I absolutely don't want to step over is inner child healing. Hopes, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that that many Windows. people are talking com. about it, but I'm just like yes, it is the exact drizzly, method and way that I sought um, so much support and, 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 I, and I, fast fast. I really would love for you to kind of like of how do you define it, what does that look US, like and kind of let's touch base on that so that people can hear this opportunity inside of it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, It's been an interesting part of my journey Because I fought it for a really long time Um, I really had this visit vision that she was always this insanely strong little girl who just like got through it all and she was fine and i'm here now and i'm i've survived like i i've had that survivor mentality and i just thought we were fine like everything is good i don't need to have conversations with her like we're good um but going through this process doing my own coaching i've had my own coaches now for three years and i don't think i'll ever be without one And and just being in this community, where I get the opportunity to listen to so So many other perspectives. like It's like you said, there's no one modality that's gonna fix everybody. This is such a process and a journey for us if we choose to go down it. And there's so many healing aspects out there that we can grab onto many different things and try out different things. But the inner child healing to me is almost like in a realm of its own now that I truly understand it. So I fought it for a long time. And my aha moment was about a year and a half ago when I was struggling with some intimacy stuff and really not understanding where some of these triggers were coming from at different points in my life. And I was laying in bed one morning and doing a meditation, and the meditation was pretty impactful, and I came out of the meditation into an instant conversation with my inner little girl and it was almost just like just you know the time that it was supposed to happen and it was so powerful for me i i don't even know how to put words to it like i literally laid in bed and right. felt like I yeah, was holding we up, her uh, we up, for the first time in my entire life, and, and connecting opening, to these things that we had been through and, uh, in childhood, so we very first day. and uh, feeling uh, like I was, a, was a, I was finally, finally a stronger a version, version of her. That it, I, I think, was good, but, uh, for a long time uh, it was really hard to go back and face her because I didn't feel like I had done the work and I was powerful enough to take care of her. And I think at that point. I had reached a state where I knew that I had her and I knew that we were going to be okay.
0: And going in
2: and having this conversation and letting her know that it is so powerful. If you've been through any sort of trauma in your childhood, that is still having a deep impact on you because she's still in there and she's still fearful and she comes out in all of these ways our ego and our mindset and our fear of moving moving forward, our fear of connecting with people uh, and creating new relationships and making moves in our lives, if we can rest assured that everything is okay, and she's loved, and she doesn't have to be, be what she was when you were a kid anymore, that she can now just, like, uh, it was almost like I, I told do. her, just a, go, to go and play. Like, you never so, got to do you that. You can uh, let everything go. I have California you now. And, to be a I mean, that's really personal work for somebody to do, to have a conversation like that. I think it can feel really scary And it can feel challenging, uh, um, but it also could come super easily. You could just realize, like, this is something that could really break me out of this mindset of fear and anxiety and, like, worrying and assuming the worst of everything. Like, what if I just... Assure her that we're okay, um, and that really had big impact for me.
1: I love that so much. I think that that's so valuable and important to hear. And um, I I actually also use this a lot in coaching myself and my clients. Is really just kind of like when you have this, I always feel like um, we all have the little bratty like stomp our feet like I don't want to right, <laughs> yeah. and and yeah. and that's the most like uh, accessible time right when I'm super feeling bratty I'm like whoa I feel like a seven year old like I'm definitely (laughs) acting like I'm seven and in those moments it's so powerful to be asked or ask ourselves like what does our little girl need right like All right, well, thank you so much, Tracy, for sharing your journey with us. Thank you for sharing these opportunities and places to begin looking, whether it's our inner child, finding inspiration, um, finding it like what is our why and how strong is it for us, and building that dream and building the community to be supported inside of. It's been such a gift, such a pleasure. How do people find more about you? And so, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, thank you for having me. This has been really, really lovely. Um, and they can find me on Instagram at rising warrior collective. And my website is rising
1: Amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks for what you're doing out in the world and being a model for that possibility and living an empowered life. Thank you, Clarice. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Okay.